0: Global Broadcasting Networks presents Coach Talk Radio. Create the time, money, and lifestyle you want with tips, tricks, and techniques that get you started today from some of the best Internet minds in the business. Now here are your hosts, Internet brand strategist Sandra Beck,
1: ladies and gentlemen this is sandra beck and this is coach talk radio and today we're talking about investing in yourself investing in your health as a way to improve your business productivity we all know that when we get sick we can't work as effectively when we don't feel well we're not productive and we make mistakes and one of the things that i've found when i have attended more to my physical health and well-being and especially my nutrition uh not so much for uh you know weight loss but for better health now weight loss let's talk about it people don't want to buy products from heavy people i mean unfortunately that's the way it is we're a social media driven uh, enterprise so they're going to see you on video they're going to see you and if your business um is an image business you get it but if your image is not a business that's Im- image based i've got news for you people aren't going to buy for you if you're overweight and you look unhealthy they're just they're just not going to so um one of the things that we want to think about is how do we keep our body in optimum shape and optimum uh nutrition level so we can produce we are a machine we need to fuel our bodies we need to put these things in it and i can't tell you how many burned out you know single parent company owners I run into that just look like a wreck. And um, we want to fix that. And when people look at coming to a training program often they see oh well I'll go and I'll learn about social media I'll learn about you know Salesforce and how to manage my Salesforce but one of the things that we don't attend to a lot is the machine that allows our companies to work which is us and how do we attend to that so today we're going to talk with Dr. Lori Shemick and she wrote a book called How to Fight Fat Firmation and this is the second uh, show in this series if you guys want to hear you love this enough go to iTunes, Toginet uh, or Coach talk Radio, and you can find the first in this series. This is the second in the series. And we really want to address why we are so unhealthy, overweight, depressed, and frustrated as business owners. And it's got to be more than just self-control. So I've brought on Dr. Lori Shemick to talk about these things. Uh, Lori, why are we all so overweight in this country? Hi, Sandra.
2: Well, the, the main reason is the types of foods that we're eating. But it's is- it is isn't necessarily your fault because a lot of the food is being uh, injected with sugar, fat, salt, and it's a concoction. It's a cocktail, if if you will, that has tricked the brain and fooled the tongue. And so it keeps this addictive process of not just to sugar but to other junk foods as well. And the types of oils that food manufacturers are using because they're cheap into many 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 of the products in the grocery store are also contributing to inflammation within the fat cell
1: now let's talk about this inflammation you know we talked a little bit about last week but but Mm -hmm. for this week people listening i don't know if they're familiar with fat inflammation or the concept of fat of inflammation in your fat Right, so we have uh, a couple
2: different types of inflammation. We have acute inflammation, which is very important to our immune system. It's important for us because without it, we wouldn't be walking around. We wouldn't be alive. It's that sprained ankle, it's that terrible head cold, that cut on the finger. And yes, it's uncomfortable, but it, <clears throat> excuse me, again, it keeps us alive. And then sometimes things get a little haywire with is our immune system and something uh, sets up called silent inflammation and it's very name suggests danger because you don't know it's there unlike acute inflammation which i call loud inflammation you know it's there silent inflammation you don't know and silent inflammation is the core cause of most illness disease faster aging, and now we know weight gain as well. So silent inflammation uh, creates uh, serious illness and disease such as cancer, Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, osteoporosis, and the list goes on and on. And the you know you have it when these symptoms start to emerge, and that's when the health condition starts to set up. So... The last type of inflammation is what I call fat-flammation. It is the silent inflammation of our fat cells. And it becomes a vicious cycle. So when you have... You you we all have about 100 billion fat cells throughout our body. And we used to think that our fat cells were just this jiggly mass that just kind of sat there and didn't look so pretty. Well, we now know that that's not true. That our fat is very much alive. It's actively sending messages to our brain and more, determining whether we should whether to release fat or to keep storing fat and not let it go for dear life, okay? So a healthy fat cell is about the size of a period on the end of a sentence, and it releases stored fat. It it swells and shrinks for energy, for protection, etc. And an unhealthy fat cell gets bigger, more bloated, more inflamed. It keeps storing fat, sugar, and much more, and it releases these inflammatory molecules, a small trickle. But you would think, just being a small trickle, that that would be okay, right? Right. Well, we now know that that is not the case at all, that that slow trickle is a 24-7 uh, problem happening within the body. And the same is true of silent inflammation. It's 24-7, always lurking there. So you can look at your fat cells. If you're overweight, like little factories spewing out inflammatory molecules, and this Uh, slows the metabolism down, which means you pack on more fat, that fat cell is getting bigger, and it becomes a vicious cycle because the more fat that you're packing in to that fat cell, the more inflammation, the more inflammatory molecules are being released. And so the good news is that we can reverse this.
1: Now, what about people like, and I see this a lot, I see a lot of advertisements come through my company in the mail, you know, about these bypass, these gastric bands, these gastric bypass, these gastric. Yeah, I don't know surgery. You know Mm weight loss surgery. There's a big billboard right when I come into my uh, my little uh, leave my little town into the bigger town. There's a great big billboard about liposuction and gastric bypass. And you know when you look at busy working people, it's crossed my mind going. can just keep working um and i hear that a lot from women like should we go get this should we go get this done you know because it is hard to figure out what to eat and it's hard to work full time and raise a family and then get to the gym or work out so i want to honor everybody in that struggle but what does all like can you just remove those fat cells or do they grow back like what happens to a fat cell when you suck it out
2: well when you remove a fat cell it, it does not grow back Okay. Um but the problem is when you have um, sometimes the uh, the nearby fat cells will get continue to get bigger because the fat has to get the excess and inflammation has to go somewhere okay within the body. so you may set up more weight on your behind if you had uh, liposuction in the front of say the belly, if you have a gastric bypass for example, you are that's something completely different where they Um, that they actually shrink the size of the stomach, so you can only hold a little bit within the stomach. You can't eat very much. And the problem with this is it leads to um, nutrition deficiencies, and it's unhealthy because you're not getting the uh, amount of nutrients that you really need. So I highly recommend people, unless it's a life-and-death situation, to actually uh, reduce their weight without going to that great extent. Um, and typically people who do have gastric bypass actually gain the weight back. Study show well that's
1: what i've noticed there's two yeah. gals in my town who've had this surgery you know and they did they looked great for about a year right. but what i've noticed is they're starting to pack it back on and then in their volume of food that they're eating is much bigger than it was like a year ago not that i'm measuring right. you know their food but we all <laughs> go out to eat and i'm like holy bananas you just ate that you know hamburger and french fries like nobody's business and you know you, you know you notice these things cuz you know they do cross my mind going it does seem Simple. Oh, of course Just go to the doctor and staple my stomach or suck the fat out, and I'll be fine, but I've noticed watching it that it's not that case. Um, no it isn't ahead, and Beth. it's and you need in fact, you
2: need specifically B vitamins in order to metabolize fat, okay? And you, to protect your brain health and digestive health. And uh, I talk about the importance of gut health and all of those nutrients are being severely depleted with gastric bypass. So it, definitely important to reverse fat cell inflammation and lose weight and create optimal health. That is what you want to do. There really isn't an easy fix in in terms of, you know, popping a pill and overnight the weight disappears. There really isn't that right now. So, you know, people say to me, well, if it's inflammation of the fat cell, Dr. Laurie, then why can't I just take an ibuprofen like a Motrin or Advil or something? And I, you know, it's always... I always say, well, first of all, it's a different pathway, so that won't work. And then the next thing is, is the only thing that will reverse the inflammation within the fat cell is the diet. Your diet is the only way to do it. And that means that when you do it that way, you're also creating better health at the same time. So it really is a win-win, and it, and it happens right away. So when you eat specific foods, for example, we're talking as soon as you eat them epigenetically, which means that your gene expression is being affected Right away when you choose The right foods to eat It actually happens So a good example of that would be uh, so, your, You know what,
1: Lori, I'm going to take us to commercial break We're okay. going to talk about a great example of that okay. What did you call it? Epigenetic? Right, epigenetic. epigenetic Okay, so when we come back from the break We're going to talk about what happens You know, The minute that we change these things We're visiting today with Dr. Lori Schenick Her book is called How to Fight Fat Flammation You can find her at Dr laurie that's dr like in dr Lori. l-o-r-i shemek is spelled s-h-e-m-e-k dr laurie when we come back from the break we're going to talk about some of these things you know sluggish metabolism this epigenetic how we can change things and i want to talk too about juicing and shakes because that seems to be all the rage in what i see in people carrying to their offices early in the morning we're going to talk to dr Lori more after the break.
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
4: Strong and flexible core muscles fortify almost everything we do. Harvard Medical School encourages us to think of our core muscles as the sturdy central link in a chain connecting your upper body and lower body. No matter what daily tasks you are doing, the necessary motions either originate in your core or move through it. So an inflexible and weak core can impair how well your arms and legs perform. Strengthening your core activates power and helps you accomplish tasks easily and without pain. A strong core can prevent low back pain that affects four out of five Americans at some point in their life. When back pain occurs, a routine of core exercises is often prescribed to relieve it. Focus on keeping your core strong. I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond.
1: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Coach Talk Radio. And we're visiting today with Dr. Lori Shemek and our topic is creating optimal health. Now, yes, we all want to look good, but we all want to produce. We're company owners. We're people who are designed to create things, and we can't create when we're what do we call fat, sick, and nearly dead? Just like that video that I love. I love that guy. <laughs> um I think he's so much fun. And I, I every time I need a tune-up, Dr. Lori, I watch him, and it gets me back on track. If I oh, I only. love it. Don't you wagon. love that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, because we do need reminders. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Now, one of the trends that I'm seeing in today's offices is that people are coming in with, like, juice drinks and protein shakes and, and um, you know, they come in with this... Belief system, and I shared it at one point that if all I did was juice, and if all I did was drink these protein shakes, you know, magical things would happen. And yeah, some things did happen. You know, my hair and nails started growing better, and you know, there were some benefits. But it wasn't what I thought it would be. And I'd like to talk about that. um But before we do, we want to do that epigenetic thing. You were talking about like the minute something comes in, epigenetic things happen, and I just love right. that word. That's my new word of the day. Epigenetic. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so when you eat healthy
2: food and unhealthy food, changes happen right away to the body, okay? And if they're consistent changes, you're going to see marked change on the outside of the body. So right away, what happens is epigenetics. epigenetic means a genetic change, a genetic expression, and that means the outside of your gene is being affected as opposed to the, the uh, part of the gene that's that's the core, which is the color of your eyes, for example. But we now know that the environment that we put ourselves in or that affects us, such as the type of water we drink or the types of foods we eat, even the thoughts we think, all affect our genetic expression, either positively or negatively. So if you think negatively, things you express negatively and vice versa, right? And the same is true. If you eat junk, your gene expression is going to be junky, okay? So an example of that is our gut health is critical to our Overall health, our optimal health, and our weight as well. So, when you eat just sauerkraut, for example, which is a cultured and fermented food, which feeds the good bacteria in the gut, that means that you're having, you're affecting your genetic expression. But it happens relatively quickly in the digestive tract, the health of the digestive tract, the gut actually changes to healthy within three days of eating just one tablespoon of sauerkraut. But things happen immediately. So when you, for example, take fish oil or you have uh, a a fish that's high in omega-3 fat, like wild salmon, for example, or rainbow trout, you actually are affecting your genetic expression right then and there. You may not see it for a little bit, but you are affecting it right then and there immediately. So it's always something to keep in mind that when you drink that sugary drink, that soda, for example, that you are negatively affecting your genetic expression. And people, a lot of people don't want to look at their food that way and how it will affect their health or the outcome of their health, but it's really important to start. Really looking at it more from that perspective rather as opposed to um, how good it tastes we we all love and I'm not saying don't enjoy your food I'm just saying uh, to be more mindful of the types of food you put into your body
1: well and let's just talk a little bit about this mindful for a minute because mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I found was that my, my dad and his family live forever. Like my grandmother lived to 102. My grandparents were in the nineties. My dad's 82 now and, and very fit for, you know, for 82. Right. And one of the things that he always says cause he's, you know, they're German and they are from Germany and, you know, he's like, well, it's our German diet. It's our German, this, it's our German, that, and then our German genes. Like, yeah, yeah, dad. Right. <laughs> um, but there is something to be said about it. Cause when right. I make the German meals for my family, we have, Cauliflower, we have sauerkraut, you know, we have you know, meat. We don't there's a little bit of potato, there's a little bit of starch, but it's not a bread based diet. It's not there's some root vegetables, but there's sweet potatoes, you know, there's different potatoes other than just mashed and white. That's and great. I look at some of this stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's a very meat and vegetables diet. Mm-hmm. Um And then there's a lot of things in here that are, like you talk about in your book, like, you know, when I was growing up, we had sauerkraut every week. Like, it was just part of... Oh, that's fantastic. And I love sauerkraut. We'd have it on a hot dog or a bratwurst or a, you know, on chicken breast or (laughs) put it on everything. Right. um, but I looked at some of this stuff going, you know, some of the northern German diet that was meat and vegetable based, mm-hmm. I wonder how much that had to play in their longevity. It has a
2: lot to do with it. Epigenetics is actually transferred from uh, generation to generation. So mothers, for example, who are expecting to be pregnant uh, really need to create optimal health. And while the baby is, in fact, um, the, the nine months of maturation in the uterus, it needs to be said well the environment the nutrition needs to be optimal for the baby because uh even the father's health they now know uh epigenetically affects the baby's health as well so there's a lot of research on it it's uh very important research in all areas of health and it you know, for example there's studies out there um twin studies one twin they're adopted separate they grow up in separate families one twin has a horrible rough life she smokes she drinks and she has no friends and the list goes on the other twin uh has a wonderful family is raised by a really great close-knit family she has lots of friends she's driving at 91 years old, they're the same age, right, um, and takes care of herself. She exercises. And her sister ends up in a nursing home with Alzheimer's and other health conditions, and she is just fine. She's writing. She's driving. She's uh, not senile and in good health. And uh, so it just shows you the,
1: how much the environment impacts
2: your overall health and well-being
1: well and i have a friend peter uh, my my literary agent peter he's an identical twin and peter does yoga every day he's primarily vegetarian you know he'll eat a little bit of meat on occasion so he doesn't call himself a true vegetarian but he eats a primary plant-based diet with a little bit of chicken and fish and then he treats himself to like once a month he gets you know his piece of steak or whatever he loves Mm -hmm. and his identical brother has a very, very different lifestyle. And, you know, Peter is 82, 83 now and spry and walks like a young man. And his brother's in a wheelchair and, you know, he needs assistance getting in and out of the car. And they grew up together and they live just one county. One's in Orange County, one's in Los Angeles. And you just go, how on earth does this happen? This is identical twins here. Right. But their lifestyles are very their choices. Big. Right. It's it's totally about
2: choice, and I'm sure there are other factors other than just eating meat that play into uh, with the brother's choices. Oh, you know what I mean? The the yoga, it's the yoga.
1: It's that, you know he's you know mm-hmm. Peter walks every day. He goes to his yoga class, and he's you know cares very much, and he meditates and he prays. You know he does all these additional things, and you know that his brother, who's a love, doesn't. But I just look at them, Lori. Like it's like watching Night like a mirror.
2: Yeah. That's so interesting, yeah, and it's, it's very common, you know, when you see if, if, if people understood, and that's a great visual for, for you and for anybody to see how impactful nutrition is, how impactful the thoughts we think are to our overall health. It really makes a difference
1: it really does and you know yeah. these are choices and right. you know when i think of like you know the you know people like me in business who are listening today they're probably listening while they work we make really really conscious present choices in our business you know we we look at our business you know when we're successful and we go okay what will this impact have if i spend this if i invest in that if i do this and it's funny to me that we don't think about it for our health like and we are the most critical in most cases we are the most critical part of our business that's right you really you are
2: you're a walking uh business card actually of your business and the most productive people now we all have 24 hours you know a day well 12 hours a day or whatever but we all have the same amount of time in a day and Yet the most successful people are the ones that take care of themselves typically. So you see people, masterminds out there that are out there and they're doing the best work. They are, they have the energy to do it. And it's not energy they were born with. It's energy from taking care of their bodies. And that will take you into your old age, in fact. The better you take care of your health now, the better you're going to be down the road.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to take us to commercial break uh, right now. Dr. Laurie, uh, where can your book be found? It can be
2: found anywhere books are sold and online. It can be found um, on the book, web, the book site itself called <laughs> fatflammation.com or on my website, com. Now,
1: is it available in paperback and audio as well?
2: It is it's it's available in paperback not audio but paperback and hardback.
1: Oh, because I think you should make an audio because you have such a nice voice. I sound so crass next to you. You have such a nice, cultured voice. Thank you. Um, (laughs) But when we come back uh, from the break, we're going to talk about um, a little bit about these like juice and protein shakes, and you know these these you know like what do we need to know about these things? Um, We see them everywhere. I see them advertised. There's so many companies that promise optimum health if you just buy their products. And I'm not saying that so. Some of them are not good out there. There's not good things to those. But I really like to know kind of the nuts and bolts. Like what yeah. do we need to know about juicing? What do we need to know about these um protein powders, programs, and shakes out there. We're visiting today with Dr. Lori Shemek. Her book is called How to Fight Fat Formation Um, and it's a three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells but I'm going to share with you, it's not a three-week program. It gives you lots of great information. It really just comes down to three big steps and if you can make these three steps um, you'll be able to make great improvements in your life and I'll tell you when you feel great when you are producing, there's nobody in your business better than you and the money starts coming in because you generate it you are able to do this because you feel great and as the core of your business i feel that every business owner every entrepreneur needs to invest in his or her own optimal health we'll be back again after the break
0: Find out more at www.joycebufordempowers.com or by calling 903 287 0747.
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond.
4: Most of the time, exercise rejuvenates you and increases your energy. But every once in a while, you may find that you're feeling tired in your workout, and every movement is an effort. My advice is simple. Turn up the music. Listening to fast-paced, uplifting music can really be helpful. According to the Journal of Sport and Exercise Psychology, your overall endurance improves by 15% when you exercise to music. So put on your preferred playlist or turn the radio up and treat yourself to a great workout while listening to your favorite music. The pulsating beat and uplifting lyrics can truly spur you on to complete your exercise and also to get an outstanding workout. Turn up the music and turn up the energy and motivation. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook.
3: Taking care of
1: Hey, ladies and gentlemen this is sandra beck and this is fat formation episode coach talk radio we're talking about optimal health as a business owner and optimal health is required for an optimal lifestyle and an optimal company so if you want to make money and not run yourself into the ground and spend a lot of money putting yourself back together or you know sucking your fat out or stapling your stomach shut it might be a good time to pick up a copy of fat formation with dr Lori Shemick. we're going to talk today about the juicing and protein shakes because whenever I go to the gym when I go to softball uh, when I go to my yoga class there's always somebody whether it's in the office or the gym that has one of these shaker bottles and they're drinking their protein or they're drinking their green juice and I'm a huge proponent of green juice lawyer I hope you're not gonna like but I like to make my <laughs> own green juice I want to know what's going in it and what's not going in it um, but it's certainly a trend and it's certainly a multi-million dollar industry because I see all these different companies visalis Advocare, and i'm not, you know i 'm not talking badly about any of them i 'm just saying there's a lot of them out there and to try to make a choice on this is is really difficult and I would love to know what are some of our do's and don 'ts or how do we know you know with this kind of liquid diet juicing protein shake trend that we seem to be on well, the first thing you, you need to know is if you 're drinking fruit
2: juice. You don't want to be doing a lot of that at all, okay, because um, now I recommend fruit, whole fruit, and two servings a day, which would be, say, an apple and a pear or what, you know, uh, like that, or a serving of berries, but you you want to stay away from fruit, because fruit is high, obviously, in the sugar fructose, and fructose, is damaging to the liver. All right, it gets stored in the liver. It it, uh, tr- it, it gets stored as fat in the liver as well, and it creates a congested fatty liver. Overweight people, the majority of overweight people, especially women, have a fatty liver and they don't even know it. A non-alcoholic fatty liver, including kids, by the way, are being diagnosed with it. Uh, directly due to the types of foods that people are eating. So fructose, a lot of foods are have high fructose corn syrup. Uh, just even the excess fructose, like in juice, if you drink a lot of juice, that's problematic. So when you have one of those fruit smoothies, uh, at the very least, make sure that it has fr- protein in it. Okay, so if you're having a vegetable, a veggie green juice, that's fine. If there's a little bit of apple juice in there or apples, I I would like you to stay away from all juice. But if you throw in the whole apple with that, that's fine. But uh, most people are drinking an enormous amount of juice. Now, vegetable juice is very good for you. It's very healthy. You can drink as much as you want of that for the most part, and um, you're fine.
1: Now, what about these mixes? Like when I look at these res- recipes online, like my favorite one is that Joe Cross one that he makes with the celery. Then he puts apples in it, and then it's got mm-hmm. kale and carrots, and I don't know some other some other things like that. Or the NutriBullet guy, um, and they recommend drinking you know, like you know s- fruit and vegetables in there. Should so mm-hmm. it be like ninety ten, like ninety percent vegetables, ten percent right. juice, like? Something like exactly. that.
2: To... Yes, exactly. And, you know, uh, that's very healthy, what you mentioned. It's very healthy, and you're alkalizing the body, which is important in terms of reducing inflammation within the fat cells So, uh, and overall cellular health as well. So making sure you uh, stop the excess intake of fruit juice, the excess intake of... Um, uh, smoothies that are mostly fruit-based. I see some of these recipes that have, for one serving, they'll have two bananas or even one banana, and they'll have a half a mango, a handful of berries, and the list goes on and on. And it's, it's sad because a lot of these people are drinking an excess amount of these, these fruit smoothies, and it's just elevating their blood sugar level. And it's creating inflammation within the body. The the liver's on overload. And the reason this is an important point is because the liver is your number one fat-burning organ. And if it's congested and it's fatty, it can't metabolize fat the way it's supposed to. Okay, And uh, it also can't detox the body the way it's supposed to as well, so you're creating even more inflammation uh, within the cell itself. So very important to take care of your liver, and to do that, you must kick sugar to the curb for the most part and that means most sugars okay all sugars rather because the body is like a chemistry lab it doesn't say well this sugar's okay and this sugar's not okay all sugars are metabolized through in the same way but fructose is especially problematic because it is metabolized only by the liver directly by the liver other sugars are not but they all promote poor health and what we call uh, glycation, which is the caramelization of your bodily tissue. And it's not just the skin tissue that causes wrinkles and sagging skin. It is the actual tissue in the organ, such as the liver, okay? So think about the caramelization um, of the tissue in the liver on top of the congestion That's happening. So a lot of these livers aren't looking so healthy. They look more like a piece of bacon than they are an actual, uh, healthy functioning liver.
1: Well, and that's that's one of the things, like you know, that that gets me confused because I do have my juicer. I love my Mm -hmm. juicer, but I also love my NutriBullet. I actually love my NutriBullet more. If I had to be buried with one, I'd be buried with my NutriBullet Um, because when I juice, it's really thin and runny, and I can slurp that down no problem. But I don't feel like I've I'm full. And Mm -hmm. then when I use my NutriBullet, it grinds everything up so small. Sometimes it's gross, like because it's it's like looks like swamp water. Water.
3: um mm-hmm. like something
1: i scooped out of my like childhood right mind. um but i feel like that fills me up more and so in your opinion like which do you recommend i mean i'm not saying to shill for the neutral or shill for the juicer right. but like for you like it, it, my neutral it's so much easier to clean that's the other thing my juicer is like out of a pain to, to take everything apart and clean it if i'm in a hurry in the morning um what gives me better nutrition well, if you if you're putting protein in if
2: it's if it's a snack for example and you're putting protein in with that Say the neutral bullet, then that is excellent. Okay. Um, if you're creating a veggie juice, strictly veggies, pretty much 90 10, right? 90% veggie. Right. 90%. Right. Veggie, right. 90-10. 10%, uh-huh. right. Uh, then that's fine too as a snack. Okay. That's fine. Um, ideally, I would like you to have protein with it, but if not, that's fine. Uh, but if you're just creating like fruit juice and you're throwing in a leica, like as I mentioned in the example earlier, then that's going to be a problem because you're elevating your blood sugar level. That causes inflammation. You're triggering the fat storage hormone, insulin. You are tamping down on the weight loss hormones that are necessary. There's a whole cascade of chemical reactions that occur in the body with an excess amount of sugar. Even with whole fruit, even though there's fiber and nutrients in those things, it's like uh, people say, well, fruit juice is healthy. And it's really pretty much uh, a step up from a Coke, pure, like uh, a glass of apple juice, for example, because it's essentially pure sugar, what you're, pure fructose, what you're drinking. And uh, it, even though it has nutrients in it, it still doesn't benefit the body.
1: Well, especially if you add, like, you know, like I look at some of these recipes, because now I'm starting to look at them with a different eye, and I Mm -hmm. look at this one, and it's like, there's strawberries, there's pineapple, there's mango, there's banana, you know, like this thing. High fruit sugars, yeah. Yeah, they're all it's sugar all sugar food. and I thought well right. I could zoom this up in my Nutribullet and make it into popsicles for the kids like little popsicles would be better than drinking this whole thing. But to think right. that I'm drinking this for optimum health and I'm getting all these vitamins, well what comes along with it is a whole bucket load of sugar is what I'm hearing.
2: Right, exactly. Now, veggie juice, no. There's a marginal increase in, um, unless you have carrot juice, that's a different story, or beet juice, for example. But those, um, but other veggies, so if you're making that swamp water, (laughs) then (laughs) you're doing, you're fine. (laughs) So now the protein shakes, they're fine. If you want protein shakes and... um, the I always recommend protein uh as a snack and along with every single meal it balances your blood sugar it triggers the hormone glucagon which uh helps release stored fat it, there's a whole host of benefits to eating protein with every meal so if you and snack so the protein shakes are good as long as there isn't any form of sugar in there or if there's a little bit that's fine in terms of fruit that's fine
1: that makes sense, because I was thinking, like, okay, well, I could make a hybrid if I put a scoop of protein powder in, you know, and like, in with the vegetables and, and right. you know, like, my ninety ten like, that would be easy, or yogurt, some right. coconut yogurt or regular yogurt, I could throw that in, and now it becomes nutritious for all of us, right. and then it'll be, like, pea green rather than swamp green right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that makes out. me feel better because that means
2: that uh if it's if, if say for example if it is a fruit smoothie you want then make sure to add that protein in there uh because that will slow down the release of sugar into the bloodstream which means that you're not going to have this horrific cascade of uh, things that you really can't feel but are really happening on the inside of the body
1: wonderful and i'm going to just add a little thing we've got to go to commercial break mm-hmm. um for those moms out there or dads who are making healthy smoothies for your kids i found it's really helpful to put a a dark like a sippy cup you know like those kinds with the straw that you put in that are insulated choose a dark one that they can't see through because the minute they see it's green they're going to go like oh my god that's disgusting and (laughs) i'm not going to drink it because that's what happened to me i put it in a clear container and my kid looked at it and he's like i'm not drinking this like you wouldn't even give it a chance but when i put it in a i used a baja fresh cup that was like solid white with a black plastic top and you really couldn't see it uh, other than in the straw you know it went down a lot better and he's like oh mom this is okay and that's much better than ew yuck i'm not drinking that You're right he didn't you have this. the visual <laughs> that's right so and it does actually help me a little bit too like if i sip on it i'm not so alarmed at least in the beginning i was kind of alarmed by the green um, we are talking today to Dr. Lori Shemek. The book of the hour is How to Fight Fat Flammation, a revolutionary three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells. Now, you can find out more about Dr. Lori by going to com. Her name is spelled Shemek, S-H-E-M-E-K. She also has a Facebook group um, that I would suggest you guys uh, joining. Is it a invitation only or do you oh, need no. to be approved? It's, it's open to the public, right. Okay, so go ahead and look up Fat flamation and Dr. Lori Shemek on Facebook. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about what we can do to increase our optimal health. More after the break.
0: sacred cuisines and sacred rituals is a quest a place and a feast join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths mystique old medicine and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines cultures and cures this is the place where tribes gather and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time only here
3: on the
4: WooHoo Radio Network.
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond.
4: Is it better to work out by yourself or to exercise with a workout partner? It really depends on your personal preference and what your workout personality is. Fitness Magazine pulled its readers and found that 74% like to exercise alone. They preferred to work out with zero distractions. 14% liked group exercise classes, where they could be social butterflies. And then there were 12% who enjoyed exercising with a gym buddy, just one person that they worked out with. Personally, I like to work out solo when I'm doing my weight workout each day. I like to concentrate on my form, and I enjoy the alone time. But when it comes to cardio work, I prefer to work out with someone else. Engaging in a good conversation really makes a time go by faster for me. Find out your workout personality and what works best for you. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Taking care of fish. ladies and
1: gentlemen this is sandra beck and this is coach talk radio and we are talking about optimum health today if we expect to have optimum results in our business we need to have optimal results in our bodies (laughs) one of the things dr laurie and i were talking about during the break was her facebook group and i'm going to encourage you guys to uh get on and join her facebook group because one of the things that she has done she made this posted this almond joy recipe which is just a little bit of dark chocolate a little clump of uh coconut and a couple Almonds and you heat it up and you know in the in the pan in the oven and then let it cool and I froze these and like the little my little like snack treats that I know are good for my body. There's this recipe and tons of other ones on there along with other cool things. Lori, what goes on in your Facebook group and what's it called? Yes, we have. So I have the
2: Dr. Lori Shemek page on Facebook. And then for anyone who's interested, there's also the name of the book. It's a close group. And if you just ask to join, I'll, I'll put you in right away. But we have top experts on board. We have recipes. We have uh, people sharing about their successes and all sorts of wonderful things. Uh, so it's called How to Fight Fat Flammation. And so between those two Facebook pages, they're real Really uh, helpful to people, and the the open one is great because I always put out um, recipes that are really quick and easy for people. That you know, for example, brownies that are healthy, that don't take any time of time at all. Uh, fudge. We have um, uh, quick uh, recipes for people to make, like chicken burgers with avocado chunks in them. Super easy ground turkey ground chicken or turkey with cubed avocado put in your seasonings of choice and then you grill them and they're super moist and they're so good and they stop hunger and cravings for hours and they freeze really well as well so you can take them to lunch the next day you can have them you know at any time really so there's really a lot of uh, great information and resources on those two sites
1: on Facebook. Okay, and the one I'm going to write is these chocolate turtles. Like, I loved the ones you had me make for the Almond Joys. These chocolate turtles are so easy to make. And they're so easy, they're quick, and they're actually good for you. So,
2: all the things that I put up are very good for you. They're healthy. It's yes, nice to know you can have candy. Right. Yes. Yeah, and knowing that it's reversing fat cell inflammation losing
1: weight well and there are times like i'll be honest you know like i'm i'm a single mother of two and i'm still in my reproductive years and there are certain times of the month that it's like get out of my way i really need a (laughs) piece of chocolate and i don't want to go and buy a huge candy bar and i definitely don't want to go buy a whole bag of candy like this is my thing like candy bars seem to have gotten bigger like certain portions are really big and i know myself Lori. if i buy a candy bar a snickers full-size candy bar i'm going to eat the whole thing and i you're not alone. Not right. Yeah.
2: And, and so that's, you I know, look- I have something called the three-bite rule that if, uh, you know, if you, it's really helpful during the holidays or if you're going to an event or something where there's going to be yummy food, that you, you have one bite and we all know that first bite is decadent, right? And then the next bite is still really good, but it's not like that first bite. And the third bite is just like the second bite. So if you can stop at three bites, it's the three-bite rule, you're good to go. And it's really helpful during the holidays when you're being bombarded with a lot of food. But that rule is only good if you can stop at three bites. So uh, some people can't.
1: Well, it depends on the thing. Like, if it's a brownie or it's a, you know, like, but a Snickers bar, an Almond Joy bar, or chocolate homemade chocolate chip cookies. Like, I know what I cannot have in my house. I know (laughs) what I can't, you know, like, if I go to a kid's event, there's always some lovely mom there that made a giant plate of chocolate chip cookies. And I'm like, just don't even go there. Because I, I, you know, and it's amazing, Lori, because that cookie will talk to me, like, hours and sometimes days after. It'll be like... remember how good that cookie was don't you want another one (laughs) does that cookie sound good right
2: now Right, and it's and it's actually it's a great memory, you know, <laughs> it's a great memory. But that but it needs to stay as a memory, and uh, then refocus back on what you what your priorities are, which is to create better health and optimal health, and uh, lose weight if ne- if you need to. So it's you know it's like uh, refocusing is so important. A lot of times when people have that cookie. For example, or they have that piece of carrot cake. They throw their hands up in the air, and they just say, "You know, forget it. Losing, yeah, it's not, not in that. the cards for me. Losing weight, I can't lose weight. This trying to eat better thing isn't working. And you know, if, if the minute you decide never to do that again is the time when things really change for you, because. It happens to everybody. Everybody has their moment, you know, of whatever food it is. And so it's about those choices that we make that are so key and so important. We tend to uh, wrap our ego around how well we're doing with our weight loss plan or how well we're doing with our eating choices. And instead of just doing the best we can and knowing it's not perfection it's just we're we're a work of art really is what we are, so we're just you know, we're just uh, doing the best we can and so you know people beat up on themselves so often, and I really hate to see it it's really sad, but if you, the minute you decide to change that behavior and start Saying okay, I'm fine. Well, I'm moving forward. I'm, um, you know, I had that carrot cake. Boy, was it good! It was the best carrot cake I ever had. But now I'm, I'm back on track again.
1: Well, and one of the things that I found, and you know, maybe you can explain this to me. Like, because I, I, have this inner war with myself, and I go, mm-hmm. well, if I, if I have that, it's going to start me back like on the sugar craving train. Like, if That's, I just, it, get the yes, sugar- it's a slippery slope. Yes. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like an alcoholic. It's like I right. can't have just one drink, and I would truly rather eat s- sweets than regular food. Like if I were given my choice, like if mm-hmm. I were going to die tomorrow, I probably wouldn't eat a vegetable or a piece of steak. I would have like all my favorite yummy junky food. And but I know, like an alcoholic, that if I if I even have that today, Lori, after we're done, then I know. I'm going to have cravings tomorrow. I'm going to have cravings for like two or three days and I'm going to have to manage those cravings. So I ask myself, like, is it really worth it? Is it worth it? I know. And I know because I was
2: addicted to sugar as well when I was in school. It is. And that's why I don't keep sugar in the house. I do not have sugar because I know that when I do have it, I want more of it. It's, just the way our brains are wired and some people were more sensitive than other people and so when you find that the types of foods the really wonderful foods that you put into your body they balance the blood sugar they create optimal health you create more insulin sensitivity and you you feel fabulous and so the sugar then it's not as it doesn't affect you like it used to but it's still Creates that, uh, it triggers something in the brain that says, I want more.
1: Oh, sorry, I was sneezing, so, but I agree with you, and one of the things, thank you, that I, I really think about with this stuff is when I go, I don't want to feel that craving, like I really don't want to go back there, and the one thing that I found too is I've been eating a whole lot of less sugar since I read your program, I won't say that I'm where I want to be, mm-hmm. Um but I've eaten a lot less. And the times that, like, you know, I've been at a vet and somebody like, oh, take a bite of this. Isn't this great? I'm like, holy bananas is that sweet. Now, I used to be able to eat four or five brownies just like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Now I eat one, and it tastes very, very sweet. So I think that you change, too. Yeah. I mean, it's,
2: it's something, it's one major decision you make when you realize how much better you feel, and how you never, you're free of the sugar handcuffs. You're free. And, you know, you say, okay, is it worth it? Well, no, it really isn't worth it because I don't have to deal with that anymore. And so it's it's fabulous when you're sugar-free
1: it is well and that's like when you when you say like your program is a three-week program i don't mm-hmm. want people to think like you just do this three weeks and then like you're done the rest of your life or you you know you do this three weeks and you know to me it's like mm-hmm. three steps like step one is understand what's going on just like i would when i'm working on a job or i'm writing a, a, a formula for somebody or writing a program for someone understand what's going on once you understand the lay of the land you know in military speak um you you, you get you understand what the lay of the land is and and then number two is just clean out your pantry. Very simple. Just clean this stuff exactly. out. You know, get rid of this. Move this stuff in. It's not like you can't have anything. You know, you just just replace. So it's like, you know, understand the lay of the land. Clean You're out swapping. Pantry. Right. You're swapping. And then the last one is just do it. And I know it sounds really simple, but if you would just read the book and understand it, clean out your pantry, and then just do it, you'd be amazed at the results. It's really not that hard. But we get in our own way
2: we do we do and the minute we hear that we have to make changes people start to panic and and that's where the thing that's where actually the fun of life begins is when you start experiencing better health and uh, better weight control i mean it just makes your life so much better you're more productive you're more successful and your health is so important to all of that
1: you feel better you're happier mm-hmm. you can um you can enjoy life more i know you know since i've gotten much more healthier like i can't wait to go and run around on the field with my kids as opposed to like oh god i gotta go you know and walk around like drag my tired butt on the um you know on the field like i mm-hmm. work out when my kids work out you know there's lots and lots of great tips i encourage everybody to get a copy of dr laurie's book how to fight fat inflammation like i said in the early episode nothing has been paid to promote This is just a a book and a program that I have been working on and working with for the last year, and it's made big – Results in my business And the other thing I'd like to share with people And then we're going to have to go Dr. Laurie But one of the things that happens When you have optimum health Is your stress level goes down And your depression level goes down Like you're not as worried You're not as stressed Food really does affect our mood Food does affect how we feel every day So if you're interested in a smart way To create optimum health and three easy steps I would encourage you to find Dr. Laurie online DrLaurieShemek.com her book how to fight that formation or go to facebook and join her group you will not be sorry we'll be back again next week with more great episodes of coach talk radio
0: Thank, Thank you, for, you listening. for listening. On behalf, on behalf of Sandra and Scott, and Scott Frazier, we want you to get out there, there today, today to make more, more money, money with less time and effort, effort, so, effort so you can, can live the, the life you want. want. Tune in, in next, next week for more tips, tips, tricks, and techniques from Coach, Coach Talk Radio. Radio.